0: Born in the 1950s, in a small town in the Midwest. After she graduated from high school, she moved to the city and enrolled in secretarial school. It was a great time to be young. Free love was in, and everybody smoked, drank, and had a good time. Linda and her friends joined a feminist consciousness-raising group, danced at the discos, and explored their inner lives at EST seminars and through meditation. The new pursuit of self-fulfillment led Tom Wolfe to label the 1970s the me-decade and, by extension, the young people of the time the me-generation. Compared to today's young people, they were posers. Linda's baby-boomer generation grew up in the 1950s and early 1960s, taught by stern, gray-suit-wearing teachers and raised by parents who didn't take any lip and thought that father knows best. Most of the boomers were well into adolescence or adulthood by the time the focus on the self became trendy in the 1970s. When Linda and her friends sought self-knowledge, they took the ironic step of doing so en masse. For all their railing against conformity, boomers did just about everything in groups, from protests to seminars to yoga. Their youthful exploration also covered a brief period the average first-time bride in the early 1970s had not yet celebrated her 21st birthday. Today's under-35 young people are the real Me Generation, or as I call them, Generation Me. Born after self-focus entered the cultural mainstream, this generation has never known a world that put duty before self. Linda's youngest child, Jessica, was born years after Whitney Houston's number one hit song, Greatest Love of All, declared that loving yourself was the greatest love. Jessica's elementary school teachers believed that they should help Jessica feel good about herself. Jessica scribbled in a coloring book called We Are All Special, got a sticker on her worksheet just for filling it out, and did a sixth-grade project called All About Me. When she wondered how to act on her first date, her mother told her, "'Just be yourself.'" Eventually, Jessica got her lower lip pierced and got a large tattoo on her lower back because, she said, she wanted to express herself. She dreams of being a model or a singer, takes numerous selfies a day, and recently reached her personal goal of acquiring 5,000 followers on Instagram. She does not expect to marry until she is in her late 20s, and neither she nor her older sisters have any children yet. You have to love yourself before you can love someone else, she says. This generation is unapologetically focused on the individual, a true generation me. If you're wondering what all of this means for the future, you are not alone. Reflecting on her role as a parent of this generation, San Francisco Chronicle columnist Joan Ryan wrote, We're told we will produce a generation of coddled, center-of-the-universe adults who will expect the world to be as delighted with them as we are. And even as we laugh at the knock-knock jokes and exclaim over the refrigerator drawings, we secretly fear the same thing. Everyone belongs to a generation. Some people embrace it like a warm, familiar blanket, while others prefer not to be lumped in with their age mates. Yet, like it or not, when you were born dictates the culture you will experience. This includes the highs and lows of pop culture, as well as world events, social trends, technology, the economy, behavioral norms, and values. The society that molds you when you are young stays with you the rest of your life these kids didn't raise themselves they are doing exactly what they have been taught generational differences are the clearest manifestation of cultural change today's young people speak the language of the self as their native tongue the individual has always come first and feeling good about yourself has always been a primary virtue Everything from music to phone calls to entertainment is highly personalized, enjoyed on a cell phone instead of with the whole family. Generation Me's expectations are highly optimistic. They expect to go to college, to make lots of money, and perhaps even to be famous. Yet this generation enters a world in which college admissions are increasingly competitive. Good jobs are hard to find and harder to keep, and basic necessities such as housing and health care have skyrocketed in price. This is a time of soaring expectations and crisis.